ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you leave this show today intrigued, open-minded, and kind of looking at how the words that we talk about play out into your everyday life. My name is Stacey Johnston. I am honored to be here with you and equally as honored to sit beside my co-host, Kathy Holland. Kath, how are you today? I'm hot. I'm hot, but I'm good. <laughs> alive and blessed beyond measure. I'm great. How are you? There you go. I'm good the same way, right? I think warmth might want to be, be one of our new words. We give them people different definitions of the word warmth right now, right? I think right now in my life, warmth goes way beyond a warm, fuzzy feeling, you know? <laughs> it is It is hot where we are. You want to sweat. Amen. Amen. It's fun. I, I so look forward to these conversations. I just kind of find myself when I get up in my day and I know that we're going to have these conversations. I get a different kind of intrigued, I think, by these. We're very fortunate we get to do our Uncaked Heroes podcast and we get to meet some fabulous people, right, from all over the world that do the coolest things. And we get to hear the most amazing stories. And I always get uplifted and I always get inspired by the people we meet. But these conversations spark something different for me. They, they spark my, my want to learn. You know, I find myself looking up the definition after we get through. I'll go back and look it up in Webster's and then the Oxford Dictionary, see if they're different, and, and I'll ask people along the way, so when you hear this work, what do you think about it? And I just, I play with it. So I think when we do these interviews, it, 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 that's one thing I'm going to do the rest of this week is play with these words, so I'm always kind of excited about it. It's just kind of fun to do it. So I, I feel very blessed to get to have a conversation that we do and meet the people that we meet. So, how about you? I mean, we've talked so many times about how it helps with your education and your understanding. What's another thing you see that this doing in your life? Well, it really makes me, it just makes me think, right? It makes me, it's mind candy for me, just like it's, just like it's called. It really makes me think. It makes me more open-minded to different interpretations, to different ideas. It just makes me think. I like it. Cool. Well, then let's get this one over on the road today. We have a a beautiful lady joining us. She was a guest on our Uncaked Heroes podcast and joining us today from Missoula, Montana. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, may we bring in Ms. Colleen Mitchell. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. So let's kick it off. Today we're going to talk about the word learn. So when you hear about, when you hear the okay. word learn, when you hear the word learn, what's your first thought? That I need to go out and learn more stuff. I am, um, I would say I'm a continuous learner, so I'm always on the lookout for something else to learn. So I'll, like I have probably hundreds at this point, um, online courses that I bought over the years that I never touched again, but I like, would like to go back and learn those things. And then there's some cases where I've bought online courses and the lesson was in the purchasing of it, not in the going through of it. So I'll have like a whole mm-hmm. bunch where the, the topic doesn't really interest me anymore or I learned a lesson for myself about spending money that I maybe shouldn't have in that moment. And so now I can better evaluate purchases in the future based on those experiences. Oh, I like that. I really like that, that the purchase was learned. 
know. We don't really take yeah. it like that sometimes, <laughs> right? We look at it and go, ah, wish I wouldn't have done that or whatever, but we never, so many times we don't take that as a learning opportunity, right? We don't look at it that way. We look at it one of those things we wish we hadn't done instead. Yeah. Uh, and there could be so much gain from me. I love that perspective. Kathy, how about you? When you hear the word, like, what do you think? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's kind of like what? I was just going to say, it's kind of like um, expecting to get your return on whatever you purchased in the content that was in it or in the, the actual function of the thing instead of and if those, those functions or that content isn't applicable anymore, then it can feel like you're trying to force yourself to get that learning when you already actually got the learning of that experience of purchasing it and not actually needing it. Mm, there you go. That's a good lesson right there. Somebody needed to hear that, that that's okay. We've all done it. All right. yeah. I love that. Cassie, how about you? When you hear the word learn, what comes up in your mind? Well, because I homeschool, right, it automatically goes to to educate, but not necessarily not necessarily educate out of a book, right? I mean, learning new things every day. Everything is a lesson, right? And that's one thing that I try to to teach my kids is that there's no such thing as failing, right? You either win or you learn. So mm. it is a it is a verb in my house. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like, the, I like the different perspectives and the concept of learn. You know, for me, again, like we always talked about, my challenge, I turn these words inside and I look at myself. And I go, how do I own this word? Right? Because it's easy for me to look at the broad spectrum, right? And go, I learned that today. And I can read a book and learn that. Like you said, Colleen, I can purchase an online course and, and learn that or be sorry I purchased it and learn a lesson in that. And, but I think that's easy, you know, to see that learn part. So I try to turn it inside to me and go, what am I learning? What is learning about for me? Is it my, is it my um, hope to give other people an opportunity to learn, to have something to teach, or, or what am I learning? And I think that the day you quit learning is the day you quit living. So what is it, right? Am I open to learning? Am I willing to learn? Am I willing to take something new? And so learn for me is a challenge. Um, it's a, you said, Cassie, it's a verb, but it's one I challenge myself to do, like, so many times we're going through a thing and we're just thinking about the repercussions and the, the emotions around it. We're not thinking about what we're learning until later. And we go back and go, oh, right? learned experience. So, yeah, I challenge myself not to let learning be an afterthought, but an active process, something I engage in. Mm. I like the active process. So, Colleen, how about you? Where does that bring you back to that just had me thinking about how when we're learning something, right, we're trying to acquire knowledge. But you don't truly know something until you put it into practice. So we can have like a lot of book smarts. I can read hundreds of self-help books. But if I never actually take action on the things that I'm learning, then can I really say that I've actually learned that? Mm. Ooh, good question. I call those, I call those shelf-help books because – Right. <laughs> I love it. Footwork makes the book work. Doesn't do any good. To oh, that's a good phrase too. Yeah. 
Go on, Kathy, what were you saying? No, I was just, it doesn't do any good if you don't actually put the knowledge that you have acquired into play. Like you said, it basically just lives in your head rent-free for fun because now you know it, but what are you going to do with it? Mm. True. So what's a part, when you look at the word learn and you look at sometimes the circumstance you find yourself in, right, do you or do you not believe that sometimes a particular situation will reinvent itself over and over until you learn the lesson? Do you think mm-hmm. there's a reason for reoccurring circumstance? Colleen, yeah, that one first. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, 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 you see it most often when um, we talk about, like, those who do not study history are doomed to repeat it. So we're always going to be repeating the failures of our past until we learn from them and then take action to change something in the future. As soon as we forget the lessons of history, that's when we're just going to keep repeating them. And if we're not willing to go through the process of figuring out what did work about this situation, what didn't work about it, and maybe what do I want to do differently, if we don't pay attention to those things, then we're never going to be able to iterate our our experiences and continue to grow in a way that supports our future success. Amen. I like that. How about you, Kathy? Sorry, my mute button was on. Ha! Ha! I think I have to agree, you know, there's... We lost you, the cast, there's what? I'm not, maybe she's going to come back in and not oh, picking her up just a sorry. minute. There you are. Team. Okay, go on with it. So, yeah, we were talking about the learning in the middle of it versus as hindsight. You know, I think we were talking earlier about one of the things that I try to teach my children is that there is always a lesson in it, right? And sometimes the lesson you learn happens in the process, right? It always happens in the process. Sometimes you just figure that out the hard way. (laughs) Right. Right. My grandmother used to always tell us, you know, you can't always learn from somebody else or you can't always learn from other people because somebody has to be the other people and sometimes that's you. Yeah. Right. Just because you struggled with it doesn't necessarily mean that it was meant for you, right? My I always tell people, your struggle will be someone's survival guide. You went through it, and you have to share it because you overcame that obstacle, and somebody else needs to hear that. Somewhere out there, somebody is doubting everything that they're doing because they feel like there's no hope. Very true. Very true. Okay, so let me ask you this question. How important is it? that you are careful and very wise about who you learn from. I mean, the world's full of information right now, right? What rabbit hole would you like to step off in? 
<laughs> which side do you want to take? Which argument you want to get in? Which way do you want to go? There's lots of options out there, right? So how do you manage that, Colleen? Is it important that you learn from? Oh, I think so. Yeah, because if you don't, if you're, if you don't have a discerning ear for the message behind what people are saying. And if that message doesn't align with your values, so it's also important to know what your values are, then maybe that's not something you want to, or maybe that's not somebody, somebody you want to pay attention to. Because there's, there's so much noise out there that I just love the idea of constraint in who you listen to. So I barely ever watch the news or listen to the news or read the news or like all of the above kind of things just because I don't want to kind of pollute my mind with all of the different viewpoints, especially if they keep arguing across each other. And so for me, it's, it's more useful to decide what are my goals? What are the things that I want to accomplish in my life? Where do I want to grow? And then go seek out the people who I know their messages support that. And that's not to say I don't also listen to uh, maybe controversial opinions just to hear what the other side has to say. But I also am solid enough in what I believe that I know I'm not going to be swayed to it, although it does help me understand somebody else's perspective. I can appreciate that. I think there's some very important value to be had in your willingness to learn how someone else sees it. You know, you don't necessarily have to agree with it, and their truth doesn't have to become your truth, but your willingness to learn where they're coming from, why they see it the way they see it. And I think that's, a, I think that's like I said, their truth doesn't have to be yours, but your willingness to go, okay, now I understand how you see it that way or why, that, why you've seen it that way, right? I think that's an important attribute. Yeah. So, so Kathy, when you're, <clears throat> when you're raising your kids, you're looking, I'm sorry, Colleen, did I, uh, were you going to say something else? I was just going to say that it comes back to my thing about how if you accept something, it doesn't mean that you condone it, condone it or agree that it happened. It just means you accept that it is that, that way. And I can do that with, like, alternative views of, uh, points of view. I can accept they have that, but not let that acceptance mean I also agree with them. Yeah. So their truth never necessarily has to be yours. Kathy, how about you? How do you view the concept of, of where you learn from? You know, I think it comes back to on the other side, right? Your vibe attracts, sounds cliche, your vibe attracts your tribe. What you put out, you get back, right? So if you put out that you are just an open dumpster for mind trash, then that's what you're going to be full of. Right. But if you practice that self-restraint and that that walking that thin line of what you accept and what you refuse to let in, you know, I think is, is very important. <clears throat> I like that. I think there's, there's such a lesson <laughs> to be learned in that right there, right? But it is so important who you, who's, whose knowledge you accept, right? Who's whose truth for the day, whose message that you accept and that you learn. So <clears throat> let's turn around just a little bit. We're one of the only <clears throat> multiple generations of people ever that get to live a euphemism we've heard our whole life. How many times have we heard 
hindsight is 2020. I mean, how many times do you think in your lifetime you've thrown that out? More than once? We got to live 2020. What did you learn? What's one thing you learned as hindsight is 2020, Colleen, that you'd like to pass on? Don't be afraid of trying new things, even in situations or circumstances that feel like it's just like a big bucket of uncertainty just dumped over your head and you feel like you have to retreat or retract or keep yourself safe. If you find yourself feeling like something's missing or you're just not fulfilled in some way, don't be afraid of trying something new. And even if you suck at it, which honestly we're all going to suck at something the first time we try it, we're never perfect the first at the first shot. It's, it's also a way to figure out what you might enjoy learning. And so if you if you suck at something, but you like the experience enough that you want to keep going, don't be afraid to go for it. I love it. What a great lesson. Kathy, how about you? What's your hindsight as 2020? What did you learn? I'm totally behind that. Be brave enough to suck at something new. For sure. I love that. Um, I think the most important thing I learned in 2020 was that we need each other, right? Human connection is so important. They just released um, a thing yesterday, actually. They were talking about the detrimental effect effect that lockdown and school closures had on children. And it was, they were saying, you know, that they've seen up to a 70% increase in kids seeking help with mental health. Wow. And that's, that's scary. You know, yay that they're getting help, but the fact that that many of them need to is a scary thing, right? So one of the things that I think is the most important that I think everybody needs to realize is that nobody can survive alone. Mm. Nobody. Mm -hmm. I love it. We need each other. That's super important. That's super important. You know, I think when I look back at What's my lesson to carry forward? Again, cliche-ish, but in a world where you can be anything, we just ought to be kind. Kindness has become a lost art. It's something you have to work at. It's something people have to set their mind to, to more than ever before, I think. And so that, I think that's what I, the biggest thing that I learned is how much we let just general human kindness we let it go. Why? And we, there's been a lot of unkindness go on, right? And so I think if we could just bring kind back, and like you said, Kathy, we need each other. We need to own each other. You don't know what somebody's day is about. You don't know what they're going through, right? You don't know what their life's about. And so to immediately judge and, and not offer just genuine open kindness to people, I think that's the biggest thing I learned. In, in a world where I can do anything, I, I just, let's just be kind. Right? I think that's so important. Mm-hmm. Girls, I've had such a great time having this conversation. Many things I've learned. I've read a page and a half of notes. You girls both put out some cool bumper stickers, by the way. <laughs> of things that everybody ought to know, so thank you for that. 
um, I've had such a great time, but I regretfully we're at a place where we're going to have to figure out how to wind this down. And uh, so I'd love for our audience to always remember that we're brought to you by Guided by Grace and Lighten Up. If we can serve you in some way, if you have a story you want to tell, you want to banner a word with us, or you just need to talk, we're interested in what you have to say. So please reach out to us at HeroBuilder2020 at gmail.com. I'm going to start my close by saying, Colleen, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, enjoy Missoula, Montana, and the green that you probably have that we don't right now. Um, thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for your intuition. And thank you for the space you provide for people to, to own their type 1 diabetes and just live with that even better. So I appreciate very much for that. So, Kathy, I'd like to give you a minute. How would you like to leave our audience today with, with, with Learn? I had someone tell me one time, and we were talking about self-improvement, right? And if you learn one new thing a day, doesn't matter what it is, one new thing a day, at the end of the year, you have learned 365 new things, and you have improved yourself 365%. So my challenge is to take that, right? Learn one new thing. And who knows, you might find a new passion along the way. How cool. I love your challenges. I hope people take them to heart and, and own them. I'm, I'd love to hear the stories. So, Kathy, as always, thank you for your time and your wisdom. Um, I appreciate you more than you know. Colleen, we would be honored if you'd take the stage and close out our show for us. How would you like to leave our audience today with Learn? So, let's see. Whenever you find yourself in a situation, it is so easy to think this is happening to me. But what if you flipped it to this is happening for me and challenge yourself to look for all of the ways, all the lessons in that situation that you can use to improve your life down the line. Maybe it's combined with with the idea to learn one new thing every day. But what can you learn from any situation that you're in, even if it feels hard? It's not happening to you. It's happening for you. 